Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome in to Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Wow, what a week it's been in the game. Not only did we look forward to the much-anticipated release of Full Swing, the Netflix series, a little behind-the-scenes look at some of the tour players and what they go through on this traveling circus, but Tiger Woods treated us to some golf. And I'll tell you what, that Thursday, playing alongside Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy, Three birdies to finish out the round. All three of the players birdieing the final hole. And just the smiles and the fist bumps and the hugs. You know, it was, I'll tell you, everybody's trying to sell, elevate the game. You want to elevate the game? You want to elevate an event? Just bring Tiger Woods in. That's Not right. only is he playing, but he's hosting. And, man, what an event the Genesis has been so far. Yeah, it was so fun to watch him play. It was fun to to see him swing and and drive it past the guys he's playing with in his group with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy. That 18th hole was phenomenal watching those guys make birdie on the final hole on Thursday, all three of them. Um, Justin Thomas just off the green, Tiger a little bit outside Rory McIlroy, but they all made that putt for birdie. It was just really fun. And to see the respect that each of them had for each other and the ability to play with Tiger Woods and see Tiger Woods do what he did. Jason Sobel from the Action Network and hitting the green on SiriusXM's PGA Tour Network will join us coming up later this hour on the back nine, hour number two. We're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy for a little deep dive into Riviera, one of the great country clubs and golf courses and venues for um, professional golf and just golf in general. Just uh, Jeremy Butler, rather, the director of sales and operations for Fujikura Golf, will also be here in hour number two. We're going to learn a little bit more about the new iron shafts by Fujikura. You know, you, you know about Ventus in your driver and your fairway yep. woods and your hybrids. You see it in your group and you see it out on tour on nearly every player. It's unbelievable how good Ventus is. 
Well, how about Ventus through the bag, including the irons, huh? Uh, we're going to yeah. find out more about that coming up on the back nine. So we've got a little tech for you. We've got a little deep dive on the golf course and the strategy around Riviera. We're going to talk about, oh, yeah, Tiger Woods. We mentioned that. And the Genesis. We're also going to talk about the Netflix series. So a lot to get into. We're just getting started. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Big features, big ink, big savings. That's what you get when you buy an HP printer at Staples. Like the HP Smart Tank 7301. You can connect, work, and boost your productivity. The HP Smart Tank delivers seamless printing and quality color documents at a low cost. Plus, you get two years of ink right out of the box. And now, for a limited time, save $90 on the HP Smart Tank 7301 at Staples. For the best deals on a huge selection of HP printers, go to Staples. Offer good in-store and online. Ends 225. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. This report is sponsored by Office Depot. Office Depot has savings on everything small business owners, home office workers, teachers, and students need to succeed in 2023. From stylish and functional furniture solutions and tech to keep you organized and productive, to calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless, now is the perfect time to restock, refresh, and renew. With a free Office Depot Office Max Rewards Program membership, teachers looking to replenish their classrooms can take advantage of exclusive savings in stores with a coupon available online at officedepot.com slash rewards offer now through April 1st. Office Depot also offers customers a way to help schools stretch their budgets through the company's Give Back to Schools program. Customers can simply make a qualifying purchase and provide the school's ID number at checkout, and the designated school will receive 5% back in credits for free supplies. Some schools earn up to $3,000 a year through this program. Learn more online at officedepot.com slash givebts. Visit officedepot.com or an Office Depot or Office Max store today. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com to find out about the new Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Golf Course that opens up in May, the Resort Center Hotel, and the rest of the real estate opportunities available with a full water park, 
trails, shopping, dining. This place is unbelievable. You've heard us talk about it. Don't miss your opportunity to be a part of it. Go to blackdesertresort.com and get a reservation today. Uh, we thank you for joining us. I, I guess we got to start with Tiger, as, as we just said. You know, at the time of this, we're not sure if he's going to make the cut. He's right just outside the number. Um, maybe it sneaks in before the end of the show and the end of the day. But for now, he's just outside. It was a. It was not his best finish after going birdie, birdie, birdie to finish round number one. He finished bogey, bogey in round number two. And just kind of got, Bob, you were saying, he just maybe looked yep. a little fatigued, which I didn't think he looked fatigued at all in the opening round. And, and to me, that's quite amazing. I know it's a relatively mild walk around there, except for coming down one and up 18. Nevertheless, this is a guy that hasn't played and walked 72 holes or, or you know, even really yeah. 18 holes much in the last year. So to see him out there and hitting the shots, moving the ball, as we talked about, his club head speed, his ball speed, and being able to hit some shots and make some putts, especially in that opening round, was was super. I mean, I mean look, I look at it like this. It's a bonus, right? To yep. be able to still see Tiger Woods out there, it's a bonus, and it just adds to this event, like like we mentioned. It elevates the event. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking as Tiger Woods did what he did in the first round on Thursday, and then if he were to go out and do it again on Friday, then the thought comes to my mind, okay, how many times are we going to see him this year? Mm. He's already said – quite a few times that there's going to maybe me maybe be a couple events and the majors and that's all we're going to see him well this kind of proved that point because tiger woods played well and i think afternoon times are better for him now because it allows him to warm up it allows him to get ready early morning times um are tough They've got to be tough because he has to get ready and warm up, get that leg going, get his back going, all those things long before he tees off. So this was a tough round in the second round for him. Um, as you said, he bogeyed the last two holes, but he bogeyed three out of the last four holes where he birdied the last three holes in the first round. And, you know, uh, Missed some putts that were very makeable. He said he was blocking his putts. Um, hit some bad shots, especially coming down the stretch and, and misjudging the wind. And unfortunately, he shot three over par. So, as you said, on the bubble. Yeah, it's going to hopefully. Hey, here's hoping that he sneaks in there because it was great to see him for the weekend. Nevertheless, pretty cool to see him out there. Uh, we You mentioned the the shots that he hit and the scores that he made how impressed were you with his game and does that if he's able to walk do you have any concerns about his ability to compete even though he's you know looking at an mc potentially here um if he's able to walk i his ability is there i mean he hit a lot of good shots hit some really really good shots on like on the back nine on the 14th hole and the 6 and the 16th hole where he hit the 13th hole and 16th hole where he hit the ball close, you know, within five feet on those par threes. Um, he's driving it long. It's crazy how long he's driving it right now, um, keeping it up with the young guys. So I have no qualms, no problem with his, with his golf game. Just, it's just, you know, the stamina um, to continue to keep playing, especially he's got to be hurting. Um, so it's kind of, 
it's kind of interesting to see what he's going through. Keith Mitchell, in the meantime, has the lead. He posts the low round of the season uh, with a, an opening 64. That was along with Max Homa as well. By the way, Homa, remember, beat Tony Finau in a playoff in this event. And now here he is. He just Is, is Homa not a top two or three player in the world right now, the way he's going oh. at it? He's really good, and he's the SoCal kid. I mean, he just won in San Diego, and he's won here at Riviera, and now he has a chance to win again, and we've talked about him um, possibly as a favorite for the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. So, yeah, what a great player. Um, He's putts extremely well. He's got one of the best golf swings in the game. I just love watching Max Homa play. And I mentioned Keith Mitchell. I didn't want to like sell him short, but you know what? Strokes gain total. He's third. Um, he's you know he's got this is a guy that you know is is not really talked about a lot, but he kind of got the CBS karma by miking up at Pebble Beach, <laughs> and he was right there in contention, right? Yeah. So um, yeah. hey, who who knows? He's putting himself. He put himself there at Pebble. Here he is putting himself. Uh, there again this week at Riviera. So, you know, he's, let's see, what is what has he got? He, he tied for ninth at Houston last fall. He's got the fourth at Pebble. So, yeah, I mean, maybe may trending a little bit, you know. he's Phoenix didn't have his best outing, tied for 42nd, but he's a winner before on the PGA Tour, former Georgia Bulldog. We'll see what he can do. 56th in the official world golf ranking, but you know what, if, if, you're, if you're a betting guy, you pro- you're probably looking at Homa. You also got Morikawa, who's a, yeah, a California right kid as well. Yeah. yeah, and don't forget about Rory McIlroy. I mean, he just gave up number one last week, and he's probably pretty pumped on trying to get that back. He's just a three shots back, sixty-seven, sixty-nine, and he did that playing alongside Tiger, which of course was the the craziest group of all. Uh, John Rahm's right there in the mix. Patrick Cantlay. I mean, this is look. It's an elevated event for a reason, yep. right? Yeah, and what a great leaderboard. You know, I was thinking you you had mentioned Keith Mitchell miking up. How about Tom Kim's and his <laughs> caddies last week in um, Phoenix? Their interaction, what they went through, all that kind of stuff. Man, I get goosebumps thinking about it because that's the stuff you want to hear. That's the sauce in the game of golf of what these guys are going through and what these guys do to figure out their shots to play the best golf that they can play. Yeah, it's not. And and I wonder, Bob, let me, I don't mean to go down a rabbit hole here, but I wonder how a guy like me would play if I had somebody to bounce that off of and make a decision. <laughs> no, honestly, would I be worse or would I be better? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, you're laughing, but I'm serious. I, I know, but yeah, caddies. Caddies getting the information, all that kind of stuff in. Then you got to execute. <laughs> no, I look hundred percent right, but but I'm I have to execute whether I have a caddy or not. If I had sure. if I had someone steering me, and and let me put let me make this more relevant. Tiger mentioned you know when he was asked after the opening round, did you? It was really loud out there. Did you enjoy it having been gone so long? Did you enjoy and appreciate the support? And he said it was loud. But then he said, I was so focused on what I was trying to do to figure out the chess match. And he's been using that, right. that phrase a lot, right? Right. He said, I'm, I'm in my head trying to think about angles and, and wind and, and distances and cold and this and that. They're trying to figure out the, the chess match or the, the puzzle to how he's going to get around the golf course. And he said, these guys have been doing it regularly. They don't have to think about it as much. And so there was that. And then in the Netflix series... 
it actually, I don't, I think it was when Mito Pereira was at the PGA Championship, and all of a sudden he was missing putts. Yeah. And I think it was Faldo said he's just not seeing it. And so I, I've, I've been, I've been pondering that whole idea. And so when you brought up Tom Kim, it just made me wonder how, how interesting is like I almost feel like when I think I've got a handle on the game and I've kind of got it figured out a little bit. I'm like in third grade compared to what these guys are like in master's degrees in, <laughs> yes, in this exactly. game. You know what I mean? Exactly. It it blows me away how good they are and how consistent and how good they hit the ball. Even if they're not scoring their best, there's just one little minute thing away from them being the guy that wins the golf tournament that week. And we've seen it week after week after week on the PGA Tour. Well, Tiger said he missed twice. On yep. Friday, he misjudged yep. twice the wind yep. and it cost him, right? Yeah, yep. interesting. Hey, when we come back, let's talk about this Netflix series because there is some good stuff. I know you've got some thoughts. That's coming up next here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back. It is Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. A lot to talk about. Exciting stuff as we've just been uh, going over at Genesis. But hey, let's take a moment because long-awaited Netflix series Full Swing came out this week. And it became the Vogue thing, Bob, to see how fast you could watch all eight episodes. <laughs> it was Golf Geek Binge Week on Netflix. Yes. Without a doubt, yes. right? So, Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> so, it, you know what? I don't know what I had expected, but um, this was billed as an all-access, you know, unprecedented, I should say, access by the Netflix team and the producers and cameras into the lives of these PGA Tour players and the events that they're competing in. And when we found ourselves at Augusta last year, there were cameras all over. So every time we were around Tony, every yep. time we were interviewing him or we're around his dad, these cameras were, and, and it, quite, quite frankly, it was a little startling because that's not, you, you're not used to seeing that kind of, uh, let's, I don't know if you want to call it disruption, but you're not used to seeing that allowed at Augusta National. So first right. of all, I was a little I was a little unsure of what was going on and waiting for somebody to, you know, remove us because there's cameras on us. But anyway, at the end of the day, they was part of this this Netflix series. And um, so I, what what's your take? I, I've got I've got so many thoughts. I was able to make it through all eight mm-hmm. episodes. Took me a couple of days. But what what's your initial thoughts on what you saw with the Netflix series? Well, I think it's it's a great insight into what the players are thinking, who the players are, decisions they're making in their lives, friendships. It's fun to be able to get that behind the scenes look into who they actually are and, and what they go through on day by day basis. You know, I, I liked it right from the start with Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and, and uh, you know, they're playing, playing together and going and playing there at Southern Hills and playing the hammer game and uh, and then um, also Tony Finau and his family and what's important to him and the way he uh, was dealing with things with his wife and her her father passing away a year ago and how he wanted to be there for her because he had been through it before, you know, and guys like Brooks Kepka and uh, Colin Morikawa is pretty interesting. I You know, you didn't see him a lot in that episode six. But he's pretty interesting because he's pretty focused. He likes things very regimented, and he's not afraid to share his opinion. So it's it's really kind of cool. He said you you gotta you gotta be selfish. Morikawa said you gotta be selfish, which is yeah. interesting because it was in the same episode as Tony who was talking yeah. about balancing unselfishness yes. in order to and still winning yep. twice last year on tour. Yeah, and and he said and you have to be more selfish than what you think you need to be. Mm. And he said, but that's okay. Being selfish is okay. And that's, you know, when you're playing an individual sport, you're playing golf and you're battling and trying to get 
to the best stage in golf being the PGA Tour, absolutely got to be selfish. You got you to gotta take off and leave and play golf tournaments and be gone two or three weeks or two or three months at a time to try to achieve your goals. So it was really kind of cool. I liked how we got insights around what's going on in the game and these players. Yeah, there's a lot that you talked about there that, that I, I want to respond to. I mean, JT and Spieth, some of it felt a little bit canned. Either way, though, it was yeah. fun to get a glimpse into their personality and their, their obvious friendship and competitiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. didn't, they didn't allow for the friendship to overtake their want to beat the other person, right? Clearly, they right. are competitive, but they still, you know, are, are good friends at the end of the day. Uh, I, I liked that. The Joel Damon and Gino Benelli um, piece, <laughs> that was phenomenal. You know, the self-doubt from a guy yeah. like Joel Damon is yeah. is interesting. And then, of course, you, you start to le- learn why that is and the challenges that he's been through. And you mentioned the the lives, and, and that's probably the most impactful thing, whether it was the, that Joel Damon episode or whether it was the Mito Pereira or it was the Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, maybe to a little bit of a lesser extent, but because he's had so much success early. But the right. effect that this has on the family and the wives and those that follow these players, you know, we were, we were there at Southern Hills and Mito Pereira, you know, struggling, coming down that, you know, trying to hold on and, and they can't, they, they capture him when he hits that bad drive on the last hole and he turns to his caddy and he says, I messed it up on, I'll, I'll, I'll do the radio edit. He messed, I goes, I messed it up on the last hole, you know, just yeah. realizing that, that for four days that he had played so well and he was so close to accomplishing a dream of not only winning on the PGA tour, but winning a major championship and all that that mm-hmm. would mean and to real and, and for him to stand there and just have to tell his caddy. And then afterwards, when he walks up with all of his friends, Joaquin Neiman's waiting for him and a bunch of other family and friends. And he's like, yeah, sorry, I made you wait for that. And they're all right, Of course, encouraging him and making him feel like, Hey, you know, it's okay. You know, it was worth it. You're so, we're so proud of you and all that. So the toll that this traveling circus takes on, on everybody involved. I think that was yep. maybe one of the things that stood out to me a lot. Uh, the Brooks Kepke one. Uh, and again, I'm not, not to be a, hopefully none of this is a spoiler, but you can chime in on it. And if you know, you haven't watched and you don't want to know anything about it, I guess we should have gave you fair warning on that. But the thing that was interesting <laughs> about Brooks Kepka is he has always put off this. I don't care. Uh, this doesn't really bother me. This is easy for me. I yeah, I would facade, kind rather of. be playing another sport, a real sport. This isn't a real sport. This is golf. It's just what I happen to be good at, and I am good, and I'm going to go win and make all this money and yada yada rah, rah, rah. So that that's what he puts off. But then in this uh, the Brooks episode, it was all about his vulnerability. Yeah, struggling trying yeah. to recover from injury, struggling with the mental uh, aspect of not being as good as he as he was when he started winning all those majors in that short period of time you know, actually admitting that he doesn't know that he can go head to head with these best players in the world week in, week out. And so when, and also kind of seeing that he threw it out there at the masters and the U S open, those were, those were his almost like last straw. And once he missed the cut that he, he took the money, you know? And he said, look, I've set up my kids and my grandkids. And I think maybe there was a sense of desperation by Brooks Kepka saying, I don't know if I'm going to heal. I don't know if I'm ever going to play at the level I was. My stock is never going to be higher. 
let's cash in right now. And he did. And I guess from that standpoint, that's, that's all things considered. That's a business decision he had to make. And the interesting thing is an article came out this week where, you know, he possibly could be the first guy that decides to come back to the PGA tour and what it's going to take for him to get back to the PGA tour is going to be interesting. Or even if he's going to be uh, allowed to come back, but, um, Brooks Kepka, like you said, with the injury and stuff like that, you know, you're he's looking at, well, am I ever going to be on the top of the heap again? Am I ever going to be able to uh, win a golf tournament or win a major championship again? And because of that, like you said, he took the money. But now he said he's as healthy as he's ever been, and he's feeling as good about his game as he's ever been. And maybe in his mind he's thinking – well, yeah, I've got all this money and I'm with LIV, but you know what? I can go back and p- compete against those guys. And um, I like that thought or that train of thought because one is, you know, I, I, I take the money and I don't, I don't really have to compete. I, I don't really have to work at it to become the best because I'm playing against these guys. My schedule is set for the year. I'm making millions of dollars every year. Um, but the true test or the true um, showing of a player is when he's not feeling like he's competitive, what he will do to make himself competitive, that meritocracy where you earn what you get in the game of golf. And I I like that he's having those those thoughts in his mind again. Well, how can you not? If you yep. are a competitor, which Brooks Kepka has shown to be, yep. How do you, how are you comfortable just playing in the exhibitions that Live Golf is putting on? And I don't care how much yeah, money is, I don't care how much money is involved, and I don't care what the resumes are of the players that are there. If it's just fifty four hole shotgun start, play some music, go out, and everybody makes a ton of money regardless of what happens. To me, that's not. We've we've been over this ad nauseum. I get yep. it. But I think yep. he's starting to see, okay, we've got these elevated events. We've got elevated purses. Look at the young players that are out there. Tiger's making a comeback this week at Genesis. And all the attention surrounding it. And guess who's not there? Phil's not there. DJ's yep. not there. Sergio's not there. You know, Brooks Kepka's yep. not there. Bryson DeChambeau's not there. These guys are not there. Out of sight, out of mind. And if you yep. are, well, I think once you get a taste, I think that was also somewhat evident in the Netflixers. When you get a taste of it, you want more of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so to suddenly go from the spotlight on the big stage to rolling in the dough, but being on a much smaller, less lit stage, right? Right. Then right. I think, or even if it is lit, it nobody's really seeing it. I don't care what the CW br- brings to this thing, right? That television contract isn't going to touch what we're seeing this week. And you're just not part of Tiger talked about it this week. He just missed being out there with the guys. He missed the camaraderie of it all. Well, I don't think you're going to have that same feel with even though they try to manufacture these teams, I just don't see it. It's not authentic. And so I think Brooks is starting to realize, hey, shoot, you know what? Hey, and to go full circle, Ian Poulter's episode. Look, I get it for Ian. That guy. Yeah. I mean, take it. Um, or Lee Westwood, take the money, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, what you got to do it, right? I mean, Ryder Cup yep. legacy, okay. Yeah, you, you sacrifice. You got There's give and take for everything. But I see him wanting to take that cash, right? So, yeah. 
It's interesting. Yeah, Graham McDowell came out and said this week also that um, he had dreamed about being the Ryder Cup captain, and it was a really, really difficult decision for him to jump to LIV because he wanted to be a Ryder Cup captain in Ireland in 2027. So um, that's an interesting thing. And then you've got two guys that have two guys or and a third from the European Tour on um, that is a PGA Tour now has a PGA Tour card. Three guys that decided to go with Live this week. Yeah. Nito Pereira, who we talked about, that had a chance to win the PGA Championship. That was surprising. Abraham Manser and another guy from South Africa. Yeah. Well, again, that that's that's that whole Live talk is is an interesting one. But yeah, the wrapping up the Netflix stuff, I one I thought some of it was a little bit less, I guess, juicy than I thought. Uh, right. Some of the biggest takeaway I had: Tony Finau is a force for good. And he and yep. his family and what they're doing, it's different. And he's okay with that being different. And yeah. he still has a whole lot of game left. And I don't, I don't think we've seen the best of Tony Finau uh, as uh, far I as agree. his golf game. But I think we are seeing and witnessing the best that is Tony Finau as a person. And he has gained a ton more fans out of this. No, no doubt about it. I think Joel Damon's going to yeah. be somebody people are going to root for. And um, it's, it's in it, the, the cool thing is getting the insights to how all of this affects all of the other people that are involved uh, with these players in their lives. So pretty cool stuff. If you haven't checked it out, Full Swing on Netflix, definitely worth the watch. Hey, coming up next, Jason Sobel. We'll see what he thinks. He joins us next here on Real Golf Radio. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. 
The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Really excited for our next guest. You hear him, you know, all week long on SiriusXM, PGA Tour Network, hitting the green as well as the Action Network, and you can follow him on social media. He's a great guy. He's been he's been giving us wit and insight for many a years in the golf world. Jason Sobel is our guest. What's up, Jace? How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? First of all, I, I'm not sure I've spoken with you guys. Uh, since you sent me a nice little gift during the holiday season, so I want to at least publicly <laughs> say thank you. I think I privately thank you guys, but publicly thank you guys. Uh, yeah. you guys. Hey man, <laughs> you're uh, you're very kind to us, and uh, it was just a it was a small gesture. Hopefully, um, just to know we appreciate. We do. You know what? This uh, if we were to do our own little Netflix documentary behind the scenes of Real Golf Radio, it's it's all just about the relationships and the people that we've met and those that we've been able to interact with, and that's what makes it worth doing. I mean, we love covering the events and the excitement of the of what we see these players do these elite athletes but at the end of the day i mean to be able to rub shoulders and and be a part of you know in a small way of what uh what goes on out there is pretty cool so yeah i completely agree with you and you know i i'm waiting for that netflix stock by the way uh, <laughs> on you guys it's uh, not gonna happen i will I will absolutely put that in the queue right now and see what it pops up. Well, Season two. <laughs> you, you, you know what? It would have been interesting if it was about, let's see, we're, we're year, year 24. What we were doing was very unique 24 years ago. Uh, now everybody's doing it. So <laughs> We've all copied you guys. <laughs> no, I'm not saying uh. that. You guys are taking it to the next level. It's great stuff. Hey, uh, speaking of the, of the Netflix series, what was your initial impressions? Bob and I just got done kind of talking through it, but I, uh, and I know there's some people out there saying, don't spoil it, you know, but it, regardless of whatever we talk about, it's still worth watching. What was your impressions? Yeah, I, I've had a lot of people tell me, don't spoil it. And I said, well, in the first episode, Justin Thomas wins the PGA Championship. Sorry, sorry <laughs> for the spoiler. Like, I, I guess if you don't watch golf whatsoever, you want to be, uh, you know, sort of watching and seeing what happens. But for the most part, any golf fan's going to know most of the things that happen. And you need to watch because of the storytelling. And, um, and the behind the scenes look of the game, I I liked it. You know, it's certainly not you know uh, a you know I wouldn't look at it and say, boy, uh, you shouldn't watch. It's not. I, I thought there could have been a little bit more that was done. I love the fact that there was so much contrast that was shown. I think that's something that the producers took a very hard look at showing. You know, whether it was here's Scotty Scheffler who's in a great mood and he's winning golf tournaments, and in the same episode. Here's Brooks Kepka, who 
looks like he, you know, he, he can't figure things out. He's really kind of depressed about his own game. And then we go from, here's Matt Fitzpatrick, who is very analytical, very serious about how he goes about his business. And in the same episode, here's Dustin Johnson, who's kind of like, ah, I don't know, man, play golf, shrug my shoulders, go out and hit the ball, not a big deal. Yeah. And so I, I did like the dichotomy between everything. Um, if I have one little criticism, it's that uh, we focus for the most part just on some PGA Tour superstars, and I would have enjoyed seeing more players who, you know, a guy who's 153rd on the money list and in danger of losing his card and kind of needs to do that in order to, you know, keep things going in his career and, you know, sort of the pressure that a player like that is under. I thought uh, really the only non-superstar player we get to see is Joel Damon, and that might have been my favorite favorite episode. Uh, Joel's very relatable, I think, to a lot of, uh, even non-golfers out there. So, again, uh, yes, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was worth watching. I thought it was some really fun behind-the-scenes stuff. I thought it was intriguing. Um, I think it was completely earth-shattering. I think it's going to change golf the way uh, the drive to success Netflix doc changed. Uh, how we look at F1, probably not. Jason Sobel's our guest. So I, it's interesting your comment about the superstars versus the struggling tour pro. Can I ask you, is that – because you are so heavily involved in the game and you're, you're pretty much well-versed. In fact, a lot of the stories that were shared were probably stories that you've heard or seen or experienced yourself being out there as, you know, a member of the media and, and making this your kind of your life and your career versus it, it almost felt like it was really more tailored to the fringe golf fan or maybe even the non-golf fan to try to yeah. try to grab their attention and so some of it was very elementary i thought amanda did a great job with her narration but a lot of the stuff like she was explaining what the cut means right and so for guys like us that are around it all the time some of it was a little elementary i guess is the word and so i wonder if that's why they focused on the stars in hopes of using that as the hook and maybe later oh, on there's an yeah. opportunity to you know if they're going for the more hardcore fan you take the the stories that aren't told you're probably right about that. I do think they're going for a demographic that is not necessarily us and probably not people that are listening to your show right now. It's a demographic of uh, people who are just flipping around through Netflix and said, oh, I heard about this. I want to watch it. And maybe they can name five golfers. If we can get three or four of those five golfers in the documentary, in the series, then that could go a long way to getting people to watch. So, you know, if you're... Uh, if you're someone who knows Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and doesn't really know anyone else, you say, okay, I'm interested because I at least know some of these players beforehand. But I do think it does a little bit of a disservice to uh, the casual fan who doesn't get understand that not every player is flying around in a private jet. Not every player gets to play in every major championship. Not every player is guaranteed that he's going to make millions of dollars in a given year. And so, um, I, again, I would have liked to see more of a focus on the other side of things where uh, people can get the sense of, oh, okay, there's there's the haves on the tour. There's not really have-nots, but there have lessons at least. I like that. That's good. Well, and, you know, you talked about the F1 series, and, you know, you've got the guys that are at the top of the heap in F1, and then you've got those guys that are relegated to the lower Tiers, you know, when you've only got 30 drivers that are driving each week. Well, it's the same type of thing. Having gone through it, I think the gut check, the 
the stories about those players that are on the fringe that might be losing their, their card, I think that would be very, very compelling stuff. Yeah, and my guess is, I, I look, this is not an original opinion by uh, by myself or you guys. I, I've already seen a lot of people who have watched it saying this, and my guess is if and when they do a season two, which I do believe is coming very soon, or at least the, uh, the production is starting very soon of it, and I'm sure we'll see it next year. But I, I would be surprised if that's not a bigger part of uh, the season two documentary as opposed to what we saw this time. Jason Sobel joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So can we play a little, you know, talking amongst the boys? This is what, if we, you and I were sitting in a room, this is what I would want to ask you. If you're looking at what we saw from uh, the Fire Pit Collective about Brooks Kepka maybe having some buyer's remorse, and then you, mm-hmm. you you also throw that in with the way he expressed vulnerability, which I thought to be one of the more surprising things that I took out of that was Brooks saying, you know, I don't know if I can hang with these guys week in, week out. I did not expect to ever hear something like that come out of Brooks's mouth because he puts off the bravado so heavy when he, whenever he's in front of cameras. But to, to, hear, to hear that... Does that explain a little bit more why he's he, – do you think he felt like, man, I, I might be done here. My my window might have closed. My stock is high. Let's take the cash because who knows. And now all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. Actually, I am feeling better, and I missed the competition. What, I, what What's your take around Brooks? Yeah, there's no doubt. And, look, I, I still – look, I, I trust Alan Schiffler. I've known him a long time. He's a fantastic writer. I sort of feel like – if Brooks Kepka was really, if that's a real story that he's having virus remorse, it's probably a bigger story than you just kind of throw in a little Q&A mailbag uh, when you're writing for the Fire Pit Collective. I'm just, just going to mm. throw that out there that, you know, I, I don't know how much of this is truth and how much is rumor, even though, like I said, I do trust Alan. I don't want to make this sound like I, I don't. But um, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me to hear that Brooks or any other player is on live right now are feeling that buyer's remorse a little bit, feeling like, hey, I, I'm playing entertainment. I'm not competing. I'm part of the show. And, you know, I compared this law last year to essentially the ice capades, which is, hey, you know what? It's better to perform really well than to fall down and slip on the ice. But either way, we're all getting paid. And so I understand, you know, kind of chase the money and certainly the uh, – Vulnerable, vulnerable state that you uh, mentioned, Brooks Kepka, you know, trying to, hey, look, I, I might only have one chance to take the money. I've got to take the money when I can. I understand it from a perspective of other players, and they're going to name a few more players coming up here in the next few days, and I sort of understand a perspective of, hey, I'm, I'm in the back nine of my career. I'm never going to have a chance to make the kind of money that I could make going to live right now. Why don't I give it a shot? And maybe year from now, two years from now, live doesn't work out, and maybe you can go back to the PGA Tour, and maybe you've made a remarkable decision in that, hey, I got paid, got the money, live isn't around anymore, and now I'm able to like go back to the PGA Tour, which uh, you know, I know there are lawsuits, I know there's a whole lot of stuff going on, I know there's a lot of animosity. If I'm the PGA Tour, and especially when we're talking about Brooks right now, maybe having that remorse, I call up Brooks Kepkin and say, Hey, look, if you would like to come back, no penalty. We'll let you come back right now. Mm. But we're only going to give you, you a one-time chance. think they'll do that? Chance. No, I don't think they'll do that. I think there's, there's too much scar tissue right now. I still think it's too much of an open wound. But, man, isn't that good PR for the, for the PGA Tour? Oh, we probably need some good PR. Instead of saying, 
you're gone, you're banned, you went to the dark side, you can't come back. It's, hey, look, we want to have the best tour we can have. The tour is better with the most talented players on it. You can come back. Wouldn't that sound a lot better? It does, and unless you're the rest of the guys that held out and didn't get all that cash, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it, that's that's a tricky one for sure. Hey, real quick, because we're short on time, I just got to ask you, I mean, look, elevated events are obviously doing some good, good stuff, what we saw in Phoenix last week and what's going on yep. out in L.A., but there's nothing you can do that can elevate an event like having Tiger Woods play in it. What do you make of what you've seen so far out of Tiger? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, um, all those odds that were out there for Tiger to miss the cut, they were juiced up because everyone thought he'd come out and not play well. Uh, here's a little hint that we all need to remember, myself included. When Tiger returns to competitive golf after whatever layoff he's been on, He's not returning to embarrass himself. He's returning to come out and play some good golf, and he knows when he comes back that he's going to play good golf. So that's just something for us yeah. to all remember. And, yes, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's now all systems go for Tiger, and I have no idea how many times he'll play, how healthy he can remain throughout the entire year. But uh, I think what we saw, at least on Thursday during the first round, very, very good signs for Tiger Woods moving forward for everyone who wants to watch Tiger. And yes, um, it's very, I, I love the difference between each of the past two events. We had uh, an elevated event in Phoenix and then an elevated event in Los Angeles. Essentially one had an extra 500,000 fans screaming and drinking outside the gallery ropes. The other one has Tiger Woods. Uh, maybe a net gain for, uh, for the tennis in the States when you look at it. <laughs> one was elevated oh, with yeah. liquid, and one was and one's elevated by Tiger, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jason, we appreciate your time, man. It's uh, it's exciting stuff. Augusta's just around the corner. We'll look forward to seeing you there, and uh, appreciate you uh, being with us. Can't wait, guys. Cannot wait. Right around the corner, like you said. Hopefully, play some golf out there. Another hole in what you do. Let's get another hole in one. Let's go, man. I'll see what I can do. Uh, look, you guys, my good luck charm. The magical Let's five wood, right? The five wood, five, yeah, yeah. Seven. seven, seven wood, the seven wood, seven hybrid. <laughs> seven. I'm, okay, I'm not ashamed anymore. I'll tell people all about it. I love it. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Jace. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. There you go. Jason Sobel. Check him out on uh, PGA Tour Network, Sirius XM, hitting the green as well as the Action Network, and he's really a great follow on social media as well. We'll take a short break. More of the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. When do you get it? Here's Brian and Bob. Well, big story, of course, out of Riviera, Tiger Woods. Will he make the cut? And he's just, uh, he's right there. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. But pretty exciting stuff when you got Tiger Woods in the field. 69, what a show on Thursday. 74 on Friday, not quite as good. Nevertheless, he is always the GOAT when he tees it up and always exciting to watch. And quite frankly, I'm still flabbergasted that Tiger Woods is even teeing it up. He's teeing it up and walking a golf course and shooting 69-74. It's remarkable. It's unbelievable uh, what he's doing. So anyway, that's that's sorry. I just had to let's not forget, right? Let's not forget <laughs> what in the well, heck and he's, he's teeing doing. it up and off the tee. He's averaging somewhere between 174. He's hitting at one, 174 to 180 off the tee ball as far speed. as ball speed. Yeah. That's crazy. Good. Yeah, which is over three, well over 300 yards Yep, uh, at sea level in fairly cool temperatures. No big deal. Uh, yeah, wow, unbelievable. Max Homa, man, is he going to get another one? Uh, we we will see Keith Mitchell, 64-69, both he and Homa opening with those 64s. Pretty impressive right there. Hey, we had a fun first hour. Thanks to Jason Sobel for joining us. Stay tuned on the back nine. It's the caddy, Jeremy Butler from Fujikura. It's all coming up next. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.